Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're continuing our look at Jesus' Olivet Discourse, in which he taught his disciples about the future tribulation that would come upon the earth before he established his kingdom. Now, they couldn't put it all together at the time, because in their minds they were thinking he would establish the kingdom almost immediately, and they were further confused by Jesus' recent declarations that he would soon be crucified. But they understood later. After seeing Jesus raised from the dead and ascending into heaven, and they remembered what Jesus taught so that they could write it down for us. Jesus described a very dark time, a time by his own words described as a tribulation so intense that nothing like it has ever been seen on earth and never will again. Pastor Jim will help us unravel some of the mystery and help us clearly understand what Jesus' words here mean and how that understanding ought to impact our lives today. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, I Have Told You Everything in Advance. Half of the people who survive or who are here after the rapture will be killed during the tribulation in the outpouring of God's wrath. Just imagine if we had to schedule in the next seven years funerals for half the people on the planet. This is awful. Well, alongside that is the persecution of this tremendously powerful Antichrist. And he has a religious sidekick called the false prophet. His targets will be everyone who refuses to worship him. Hence, Jews and believers in Christ. He's going to unleash furious persecution against those who belong to God. So it only makes sense, those nearest Jerusalem, where this guy's going to set up his own image to be worshipped, they're going to be in the most immediate danger, the most severe danger, so the warning is flee and go hide. Now I want to show you two scriptures that relate to this. It's, it's hard to know what to include and what not to include when you're putting together the whole story of everything that God plans to do in the Bible. But um, two key passages will let us know that not every believer, whether Jew or Gentile, is going to be successful in escaping. The Antichrist is going to take out a whole bunch of them. The Old Testament reference I want to point you to is in Zechariah chapter 13. Verse 8 at the beginning of verse 9 says this, and trust me, it's talking about this time. If you don't trust me, okay, go study Zechariah, and while you're at it, toss in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Malachi, the Olivet Discourse, everything Jesus said about prophecy, everything that David said about the the covenant that God made, everything that God told Moses about the prophet who was, this fits, okay? Trust me. And go verify it. I would be glad to have you do that. It says this, And it will come about in all the land 
declares the Lord. Now, this is through Zechariah, so all the land would refer to Israel. It'll come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish, but the third will be left in it. And I will bring the third part through the fire, refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. What that saying is, two-thirds of those who are alive in Israel will die in that time. The rest will be refined. This is going to be the work of the Antichrist, slaughtering two-thirds of Jews, both believers and unbelievers alike. His motives are as wicked as can be. He is, he is pure evil. He is, actually, as you read through Revelation, he is possessed by Satan when he gets to that point of the abomination of, de- of, of desecration. But understand, in the sovereignty of God, his evil fury is going to accomplish God's purpose of purging the rebel Jews leaving only those who turn to the Lord. The rest of verse 9 in Zechariah 13 says, they, the ones who are refined, they will call on my name and I will answer them. I will say they are my people and they will, and, and they will say the Lord is my God. That's where Romans chapter 11 verse 27 is fulfilled. All Israel will be saved. All Israel alive now? No. But there will be a time when all in Israel who are alive will turn to the Lord. The Antichrist is going to help accomplish that by killing off the rest. Now, the Jews will not be the only targets of the hateful, murderous persecution of the Antichrist. The New Testament passage is this one. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. Remember, this is the breaking of the seals. This is that context. When the Lamb broke the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar. Now, John is having a vision of what is in heaven, so this is a heavenly altar. I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the Word of God. What does a soul look like under the altar? Well, nobody's ever seen the altar except John, and he didn't describe it. And I don't know what a soul looks like without a body, but you can see it. When God wants you to. All right. Souls will be there. They're disembodied. They're dead physically, but they are very much alive spiritually. I saw underneath the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and because of the testimony which they had maintained. And they cried out with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, will you refrain from judging and avenging our blood? On those who dwell on the earth. And there was given to each of them a white robe, and they were told that they should rest for a little while longer until the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who were to be killed, even as they had been, would be completed also. Now we know that those have to be people who are killed during the first half of the tribulation. How do we know that? All who are alive and remain. Till the coming of the Lord, when He takes the church out, we'll be caught up together with Him. But before that, all the dead in Christ will rise. They will already be resurrected. So these are a massive group of 
tribulation-era martyrs. And that's only a third of the way through the sequence of judgments in Revelation. The number of martyrs is going to be staggering. And God does avenge their blood in His time. Read through the book of Revelation this afternoon if you want to and figure out where that happens. So when the abomination of desolation takes place, the Jews in Judea better leave town, flee to the mountains. There's going to be a place of refuge provided by God for them to go. Uh, The fleeing is described in a cryptic passage in Revelation chapter 12, verses 14 through 17. But God will provide something for them. It's not clear how it's going to be accomplished. But it will be a terrible time on earth. Read on with me in Mark, verses 17 through 19. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that it may not happen in the winter. For those days will be a time of tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the creation which God created until now and never will. Worse than the Holocaust, worse than anything going on in North Korea, worse than anything the Soviet Union has ever done, worse than any ethnic purging that has ever... The worst ever. And and, and by the way, there's sort of a little backdoor insight here for you. He says, pray that it will not happen in the winter. Well, who said that? Jesus did. Are you telling me that Jesus doesn't know what time of year this is going to happen? Yeah, because he said so. Pray that it won't be in winter. No man knows the day or the hour, says he, even the Son of Man. Now, it's interesting, when you get to Revelation, it doesn't say even the Son of Man. He does know now, but he veiled his omniscience during His first coming. So if somebody comes along and tells you they know when it's going to take place, they don't. A lot of people love to say, well, it's all connected to the cycle of the uh, the feasts of Israel and it's going to happen during the feast of fill in the blank. Most go for Pentecost or Tabernacles. Well, you know what? We don't know. So if anybody thinks they know, they're woofing. They just don't know. Women expecting children and those with infants are going to be especially vulnerable. Anybody not able to move fast is going to be at greater risk of being captured and killed. And that's not a surprise. We know that Satan's emissaries didn't mind killing Hebrew children in the time of Moses. Uh, His dupe named Herod didn't mind ordering the slaughter of all the infants in and around Bethlehem, when at the time of the birth of Jesus, no surprise that the most wicked man who will ever live won't flinch at killing women and children. Well, Jesus goes on to warn us, it's even going to be tough in the winter. Even the mild winters in Israel can make travel more difficult. It's literally going to be the worst time ever on earth. It is unprecedented tribulation. Oh, but there's always good news. God never judges without extending mercy and grace. Look at verses 19 and 20. Unless the Lord had shortened those days. Now, don't, don't misunderstand that. That's just a, 
a figure of speech. It doesn't mean God says, well, I planned for this to be 17 years, but I'm going to cut it down to seven uh, just, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm backing off a little bit. No, it means it's going to be shortened to exactly the time that he ordained. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.